0: You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast.
1: We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up because we're, we're about to get Gabbing.
0: All right, guys. We are back with another episode of Girls Gone Gab and um – um. I've been a big fat failure this week. Uh, I was supposed to kick off (laughs) Magnetic March, I believe is what we coined it (laughs) as. And I've been not so magnetic. Um, I could sit here and just give a whole bunch of excuses. um, Or as Mackenzie called it, um, what were they? Um, What was it called that you said? Well, I said we could talk about... (laughs) Almost we can talk about your something. Your,
1: your near, misses where <laughs> near misses. Yeah. Where you where, you know, it could have almost happened, but it didn't. And we could learn from those experiences. We could strategize what we could do better in the next couple of weeks where our opportunities, we could do a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses opportunities and threats, um, and put together a whole business plan here. And Sierra just looked at me <laughs> she was like, I mean, we could, I was like, it sounds like you're really excited about this. <laughs> so She also did not bring it up in the, like, let's, what are we going to talk about on the podcast today? I was like, so why don't we do an update? And she's like, well, there's nothing to update. And I was like, well, I feel like we still need to update. <laughs> I feel like no update is an update. And, <laughs> You know, this is an opportunity for growth, and that's we're only one weekend. In your defense, we're only one weekend. There's that's of-
0: true, and I just was trying to not feel like a failure after week one. So she was hoping
1: we just wouldn't bring it up. We I was forget. hoping
0: that no one would remember, and we would just forget. But alas, Mackenzie's very much on task as usual, and is like, so let's break this down. I'm like, okay, great.
1: So, for those of you that don't know, Sierra's supposed to approach at least four people that she does not know during the month of March, like go out of her way to talk to people.
0: Yes, that aren't like
1: work-related or something weird like that.
0: Yeah, people who are truly strangers out in the wild, not in my natural habitat, meaning in my home or in In my workplace hopefully there's no strangers in my home but if they are if there's an intruder he doesn't count (laughs) um
1: yeah no so you know you said there was a copy a a copy shop (laughs) a coffee shop (laughs) opportunity but you let that one go because it was two married men which understandable um Any other opportunities you felt that were squandered in the last week? Well,
0: this one, I feel like I could have taken better opportunity, but I just got more so like frantic and embarrassed that I just like stopped the interaction. Um, So I'm not embarrassed about myself. Like I wasn't the embarrassing thing. So, the thing is, this past weekend, it was, like, beautiful outside. It was, like, in the 70s. And I was like, I'm going to do some DIY stuff outside that requires, like, painting. Like, I can't do it inside my apartment. Right. So, I had these, like, two chairs that I was, like, touching up some paint on outside. And in the process, I had to, like, come and go from my apartment obviously like go yeah. downstairs go outside wait for them to dry I had to come back in go back downstairs a whole thing it was a back and forth process yeah and during that process um because I'm leaving my door unlocked to go back and forth my cat decides to escape uh my apartment and she escaped not once but twice that was on the ring. She is an escape artist. Like, she acts like she doesn't live the life in here, and she belongs to the streets, but that is just not the case.
1: Bella said, if you're not going to live out Magnetic March, I am. Let me out
0: there. She's, me- honestly, she's the most people person I've ever met, and she's a cat. Um, But she wants to be where the people are. Like, she's just oh all about God, anyway. it. Well, the first time that she escaped, she went upstairs and it's a dead end. Like upstairs is a dead end, doesn't lead anywhere. So she was easily catchable and I put her in my apartment again and I left again because I was carrying the chairs into my apartment and in order to do do so, I had to open the door because I knew my hands would be full. And of course she escaped again and the second time she escaped, she went, across the hall into the next building over and up the stairs over there, which is a place that I've may- never even ventured into.
1: Does she know and how to unlock doors? Like, could no, you put her in the
0: bathroom? I could put her in the bathroom, but I didn't. I thought, I'm just. it's just going to be a second, like, but no, she escapes. And also – Again, I think like maybe a gust of wind came and like blew my door open. Who knows? There's like a lot of missed opportunities this week. (laughs) My my door doesn't latch very well on my apartment when it's unlocked, so right, right. So when it's yeah, that
1: makes sense. How she would get out with the door open? Yeah. So I just didn't. I know there's cats that can like physically open doors, so I didn't know if you would trap her in a room and then she escaped that to get out.
0: The door was closed, but like it still easily opens. Openable. Just like, yeah, a little bit of a tug. So right. anyways, when she escaped the second time, um, she found some strangers
1: <laughs> who were leaving.
0: Who were leaving I've been, that. Yeah. And I'm like calling for her. And also again, it was my DIY day. I had on like um, ugly clothes. I I had like pimple patches on my face. I'm wearing like a ball cap and I'm like, Bella boo, like screaming for her in the stairwell. And this guy comes down the stairs and he's like, she's right here. And he was like sitting on the stairs with her. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just like scooped her up like an embarrassed mom that I was and just like scurried away and just like carried her back into my apartment and shut the door and I'm like you know what I could have talked to him I could have been like oh thanks blah 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 are you new here how long have you lived here like I could have I could tell your life story right now but I didn't I didn't I was just too embarrassed and I was like I just grabbed her and scooped her up and walked away but Bella
1: was trying to be the plug she was trying to wing woman you she was really trying to get Tally number one down for Magnetic March, but
0: she was. But it was very. She's like, I have a plan. It made me look like a bad cat mom. I'm like, I don't. She doesn't do this ever. Like
1: <laughs> roam around. No, I've been in that situation before with um my old dog, but I was like in middle school. But still, she would run away and like go hang out with strangers, and I had to be like, Hi, sorry, this is my dog. Um, yeah. Well, nonetheless, we still have plenty of March left. I think it's, we we can't look back at this point. We need to look forward. We need to look, yeah. look at where are our opportunities and are we taking advantage of the opportunities? Are you putting yourself in places where it'll be easy? So I think that's, that's the focus for the next, what, three? Is there three weeks left in March, yeah. right? Yeah. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah, so
0: you've got three more weeks left. Which this will, like, things are looking up because even though I have, like, multiple jobs and I feel like I don't have a lot of free time, spring break is coming up, which means a couple of my jobs uh, revolve around the school systems because I teach young kids. And I'm like, that'll give me some more free time to, like, you know, get out there and do things. So I'm hopeful that I will have, have plenty of time. All right. Well, there you have
1: it. Um, I have not been getting into too much lately. Like I said, I'm coming off of my focused February back into socializing and all the things this month. Um, So I have been busy, but nothing too exciting. But I feel like there is a cultural moment that happened um, over the past couple days on TikTok, and I don't know if you're aware of it, or if you're in the loop, if you're if you're this far down the niche, if you know who Miss Duchy is,
0: Miss who? Miss Duchy. Is she the cup lady? Yes. Okay, I know who she is, but what's the moment? What's the big? So Miss Duchy's been coming up on my for you page for a couple of weeks
1: now, and. I just always get so locked in on these videos for no reason. Like, honestly, I'm not saying the cups are not beautiful. They are. They are a certain form of artwork, but they're like tie-dye vibe. Not literally tie-dye, but they're like swirl tie-dye. They're very colorful. It's a lot. They don't fit your
0: minimalist vibe.
1: They're not black leather cups. They're not like (laughs) beige (laughs) with sparkle. Like, yeah, it's not my personal aesthetic. So... But I still see this lady, she's like a middle aged I think she actually said on her live that she's like 49 or something the other day. Um and she just sits at her little desk, she's got a thick uh Kentucky accent, she's a Kentucky girl. And Oh, I didn't know that. She's a mom, like you know, she's just there creating her cups with her glitter and her little paints, and they spin on her spinners. Turners is what they call them, the Turners. I think. Um, so I was always just like, why am I getting these videos? And then my mom had texted me. She was like, I just get so locked in on these videos. She was like, every time you send me a TikTok, like the next thing to scroll to is always this lady. So if I, I don't know if that has anything to do with me, like TikTok knows that I also watch this lady, so it's like pushing it to my mom now. I don't know. Um, and then I get on two nights ago. And I don't know if you know Zach. He's like the Duncan guy that has like a pug. Um, he's he's yes, like a gay guy. He's I from do. up north. Yeah, that guy. Uh, so I he,
0: saw him do a video about some kind of Cup community drama.
1: It's this, yeah. And he was like, I don't know about you all. I don't know if you know what's going on in the Cup community, but it's shaken. So our he was like, Miss Stetchy, I'm on a live, I'm watching it. And like, so she will make people's cups live. Like, you know, they order it and then they tell her what colors they want and whatever in the comments. And there's like tens of thousands of people in these lives. And so trying to see what colors they're commenting is like next to impossible. She has like moderators in the group But again, it's it's just so funny that she even has like this whole team of moderators. She's just like this regular lady mom from Kentucky making cups. So there was drama over like a bunch of trolls got into the live and they were like, she was like, do you want the light finish or the dark finish? And everyone was like, dark, 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 dark trolling when she really said light and Miss Dutchie put dark. And then as soon as she put dark, she saw the real girl's comment who said she wanted light and everyone just fell to their knees. It was a horrible moment in the cup community that someone would try to be this malicious to ruin someone's cup from a stetchy. And so like, <laughs> as this video gets posted, Miss is live. She goes live every night from eight to 11 Eastern standard time. If you want to go find her. <laughs> and so I like watch that video. I like scroll two videos down. Miss Dutchie is currently live. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm tuning in. And so <laughs> all the people in the comments are like, Zach sent me here. Zach sent me here. Da, 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 da. And she is like, who is Zach? And then she has to like go watch the video to... She was like, is it bad? Like, is it bad about me? So it's causing this whole thing. And they're like, make Zach a cup, make Zach a cup, like put him on live. And so like people are spamming his account, like trying to get him to like get on. And it's like 11 o'clock Eastern time. And so he's in bed. He doesn't get on, but they schedule a cup making for last night on Tuesday night. And so I knew that they'd scheduled it. And I was like, I'm going to be watching this. And so I'd like to take <laughs> a shower. It's just at night. <laughs> well, I watched, I, I literally went, I went over to my friend's house to watch, um, the second episode of the bachelor <laughs> came home, showered. I was like at 15 minutes. Cause Mrs. Deshi and Zach are going live and 15. And I was like, <laughs> miss that. <laughs> so I like caught out of the shower and I had my phone like propped up on the sink and I was like, you know, doing my skincare and my brushing my teeth and all the things. And I watched it like a solid 40 minutes or so. And they made us cup and all of that. So long story, but the point of it is just like, I don't even know what the point of it is, but it's crazy how things like this blow up on TikTok. And you also like think it's such a niche thing. Like there, there were only like 20,000, which is huge, but there were like 20,000 people in the live. And this girl I went to college with, who I'm not good friends with, but we're friends on Instagram, I guess. I'm like going through stories today on Instagram. And she had screenshot the live with Mrs. Duchy and Zach. And she was like, this is amazing. I am living for this. And like just all the people in the comments are like, this is the best day of my life seeing you guys together. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sold. I'm sold. I feel like I need a Mrs. Dutchie cup now. Like I said, that's not even my aesthetic, but it's just like <laughs> it's a movement. A movement. It's really just bringing the people together. It's bringing the people. Honestly really when you think about it it's like there's just so much going on in the world I think that some of these like lives and things like I know you've talked about before there's like productivity lives where people will just like study or like clean their house together at the same time I feel like it's it seems weird but it's these very simple things that just like distract us from some of the crazy, horrible things that are going on in the world and also just make us feel like, I don't know, connected to each other and like reminded that we all like to just sit around and watch Cups then sometimes,
0: and if nothing else, we can relate to each other on that, so. Mm -hmm. I don't watch very many lives, like, to be honest with you, but... I don't, unless it's, like, a cup live. <laughs> yeah, but the ones that I do watch are usually so just, like, everyday type of things. Like, it's yeah. some girl who's, like, I'm getting dressed to go to dinner with my boyfriend. Like, I'm just gonna be live while I put my makeup on and do my hair. And I'm, like, why I lo- Why am I watching this? Like, I'm not going with you. Like, why do I care what <laughs> shade of lipstick you use? And they're asking people, like, do you like this or this? And I'm like, I want to weigh in on this. Um, Or I'm watching someone like like, gold hoops, hoops, the black boots, the black boots, not the white boots. Um, Or I'm like watching someone like make a cocktail or make their dinner or something like that. I'm like the everyday type of things. I love watching those. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it is just kind of comforting. Brings the people together. I love it. It gets the people going, um, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that Mrs. Dutchy keeps
1: keep me going. And then once I found out she was a Kentucky girl, I was like, "Well, this just really ties it all together." Right? Yeah, I did not know I'm that. Like, you could see this Dutchy out at the store, the Walmart. Where, is, where does she live? How do you? Know? I don't know. Uh, she said Kentucky. She's she may have even said the city before. Um, and I just haven't been in the live when she said it. Um, but she also is maybe not saying the city for privacy reasons. Who knows? Miss stuff yeah. getting faint. Um, but she, you could see her. She's out there. She's in Kentucky. If you see her headed, <laughs> to, probably headed to the post office with some cups in the back of her car. So,
0: right. okay, well, I'll keep an eye out for Miss Dutchie around these parts. Uh, Yeah, i see her i'm definitely starting a conversation with her for sure
1: like miss (laughs) dutchy i mean you can't miss her her she's she's got her her hair going and the whole look so i think i think you can't miss her but don't know where to find her um moving on from that not too much else going on over here, aside from watching uh, cup videos. I do know that this, starting this weekend is South by Southwest in Austin. And don't ask me to explain it to you because I can't. Um, it's like, it's a, I mean, it's been explained. I know what it is and I, yet I still don't. I feel like I won't. I feel like it's one of those things you just got to be there. You just got to be there. This because like
0: how you and I were having a conversation earlier this week about Soho House and how we were like, we don't really know what it is, but we know what it is.
1: Like, like I get it's a vibe. You can't like really explain it to someone. You are like, it's, a a it's an
0: experience. Go.
1: It's a place you go, and that's kind of how Southwest Southwest is. But it's so overwhelming because. It's not similar to, like, a conference or, like, a typical, like, music festival in the sense that, like, here's the schedule and it's kind of, like, you go to everything or, like, everyone goes all day for every day of the festival or the concert. It's, like, it's so many different events and parties and, like, but then professional things and, like, music and film and just, it's everything. And there's a bajillion events per day. And they're located at different locations all throughout the city. And like some you have to have a ticket or um, some are private, like to certain companies or media groups or whatever. And then some are just like completely a free for all to the public. And so it's a lot, um, but we are planning to get into it some type of way. This weekend, I've downloaded an Excel sheet. So I'll be dealing with that. Of course you did. (laughs) Well, there's this, I I have a friend here and uh, he was like, well, this is like the Instagram account to follow and they have like a list of all the things. And so I went to their Instagram and they really are the plug because they have all of it in an Excel sheet for free and you download it and it says like where it's at, who's hosting it, if it's private, food, drink parking the whole nine. And I'm like, bless whoever put that together. I mean, I'm sure it's a team of people obviously, but so we'll see. I'll report back. Um, and that's really it going on for me. I don't know if you have anything else you want to update the people on before we take a break and get into our pop culture commentary. Um,
0: not really anything personal. Um, I will shout out for no reason um, the Bellerman basketball team. They just won the ASIN championship. I've been really into their team. Like, obviously, we went to school there. So that is my alma mater. I'm alumni. But I've been, like, really watching all of their games this season because of their transition to Division One, And so I've been, like, really – been a sports girly for Bellarmint and watching like all of their games. So yeah. um, it was really exciting that they won uh, yesterday, Tuesday. So, who do cool. they play against? They played Jacksonville, the Dolphins of Jacksonville. And, but the whole situation is still kind of weird because they're in their transition period from Division 2 to Division 1, so they're not eligible to compete in the NCAA tournament. It's like they can compete in the ASUN tournament in Division 1, but if they win, they can't go any further because they're still transitioning. So basically the ASUN um, regular season winners get to go, which also isn't Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville, who was – conference runner-up is a regular season winner so Jacksonville State is actually the one who's going to be eligible to play in the NCAA tournament so it's all just like so chaotic and like political and it's just unfortunate that the team who actually won and like fought for it can't advance any further and We'll see if the NCAA changes the rules. I think they're voting on it, like, in April. So we'll see if they change the rules. How long, how long are they going to be in that period, though? Wouldn't it not matter in a year from now? Um, technically four years. You're supposed to transition from Division two to Division one. You have a four-year waiting period to, again, like, acclimate. But I'm like, well, what if you're already good enough and you don't need to acclimate? like, you know what I mean? Like, right. so, like, it's I like, have- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, their wings are just kind of clipped. I'm like, man, they're doing so good. Like, why can't they just keep on playing? Right. Um, which supposedly I think they are going to play again, but probably in like the NIT or something. Yeah. I, think I don't know they're going to play, but. Again, listen to me. I sound like I know what I'm talking about because I've been into it. So I'm like, I have not followed up, I, I will admit,
1: ever since I peaced out. And I'm like, I'm a UK basketball girly, so yeah. I'm not into my basketball opinions because I know it's not going to rub
0: people the right way.
1: And well,
0: also, I'm really, when you come from my <laughs> school like UK, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, basketball, we get it. But like, When you come from, like, a small D2 school that no one knows how to pronounce, it's really exciting when something like this happens, so. Right, Um, right. So, yeah, so it's getting some national coverage, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're stars. I'm like, I went
1: there. Alrighty, well, with that,
0: with our sports recap,
1: we'll take a... (laughs) On that note, uh um, we'll take a quick little break and then we'll come back with some uh, more pop culture.
0: All right, we are back <laughs> with some pop culture uh segment, second half, if you will, after that halftime. Halftime um, performance. After that halftime performance. Um Let's get into it. Where do we want to start? I've been watching some new things. Obviously, we still have some more things that kind of are trickling in from last week into this week again. Do we want to start with maybe some of those? Yeah. um, I think the biggest, maybe not the biggest thing,
1: but something to touch on is Love is Blind. Since we have talked last, the reunion came out and... I don't know that there's much commentary on the couples themselves but the reunion definitely packed a punch and when I say packed a punch I mean it was the shake show
0: and if you didn't think it could get worse it could it could that man could not have been more annoying on that on that episode or that reunion right you could you could visually see it on everyone's faces how much they wanted him to just stop talking.
1: They were like, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad when Shane has to be like, why are you even, why are you even talking right now? Like, just stop just stop saying things. He was like, you're he was so-, so He was so like visibly upset. Like, yeah, it was visibly like really, It shockingly of all the people, I feel like Shane was the most distraught over a
0: lot of the things yeah. he kept
1: saying. And he kept just being like, "Um, actually, if I could um insert my opinion here, it'd be like something that had nothing to do with him. And he'd be like, well, I think it's a little weird that your all's relationship is like this. And it's like, nobody asked you and you yeah. had- the worst run on this show so i don't think
0: anyone's taking advice from you i know the the conversation would be about a couple again not even about him and um deeps you know situation it would be about you know a whole other couple and he'd be like and i just would like to say something as well um i want (laughs) to ask you guys why did y'all do this and People are like, like, Clearly, he's had the
1: opportunity, like, if he actually had a question for somebody or, like, wanted to talk about something. He's had opportunities before now. Like, they know each other. But he was just like, in front of America, I'd like to ask you this question. Yeah. He's Um, like, and what about your ex-girlfriend? Tell us about that. (laughs) Everyone's like, no, that's not relevant right
0: now. And he's like, well, I just, I thought it'd be relevant for us to know about. Well, I just thought that the viewers could you use some more information about that?
1: It was so ridiculous that it was hilarious because at this point it's like, it's just a joke to everyone else. Like how out of touch he is. And I mean, definitely all of his comments at the beginning were just like, well, so many of them were just like wrong and bad and whatever. I audibly laughed out loud when he was talking, like once he got to the part about like being attracted to deep D and like, you know, all of that. And it's importance to him. And he was like, well, I mean, if I'm being honest, the only girl i found attractive here is Vanessa. <laughs> I laughed out loud because I, because she was in the middle of interviewing him and roasting him. Yeah. and then I was like, why would you feel the need to share that? She's literally married and her husband is five feet away. And you're like, I just need to
0: put it out there that I find her attractive. I'm like, who, who needed to know that? And then he proceeded to be like, I wish I wasn't. I'm sorry. He was like, he was like <laughs> it's like he just doesn't. I don't like his mouth, I
1: like can't shut itself. Like it just, it just comes out. He was like, the look on her face. She was like, please don't be, please do not. And everyone was like, oh my God, like, why are you sharing this?
0: I love when, again, like Vanessa was doing her hosting thing and her roasting thing and was just, like, going off on him and was like, look, babe, like, I just need you to know that you came on the wrong show. Like, if that is what's important to you, right. like, you came on the wrong show. And he was like, you're right, you're right. I I actually think love is blurry, not blind.
1: And she's like, well, you should start that show. Love is blurry. <laughs> but, like, but the, the whole part that spun off of that conversation – It's all in his approach. Like obviously everything that he said about specific people and their looks and like the way that he talks about it is like, just not nice. And like, there's no need to harp on it, but I feel like at the base, the, the base and the core of like the argument, I guess, if you want to call it that, that he's trying to get across is that he needs to be physically attracted to someone to be with them. And that is not that controversial of a take, but he just like, communicates that in such an asshole way (laughs) that it's like, okay, like that's fine. But just like, don't go on a show where it's all about not looks and falling in love without all of that. Or if you get to that point, like say you do fall in love, you meet the girl, you're not attracted to her. Like there was, there was still a way he could have navigated that whole situation and been up front from the start and been like, Hey, like, it's just not clicking for me. It's not there attraction wise, but I think you're amazing. I think you're a great person, but I'm not going to lead you on. And that would have been fine. I feel like people still, whatever, like, there's a way to like handle that because in the real world, we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's not, it, it's naive to say it just does not matter at all. Yeah. But there's, there's an extent to everything and looks aren't everything. It's just a piece of it. And the way that you handle it is you treat people like human beings and not just like objects that check a box and fill your requirements.
0: The part that I hated the most was when he said it was like making a purchase. They were like analogy. I was like, no, 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 no. Again, just like the way he's trying to communicate his point was making it like digging himself in a bigger, bigger hole. It's like, I get what you're trying to say. And like you just reiterated, it's not, it's not all that horrible if you could just word it correctly, but you can't. Yeah.
1: And he just has to keep saying it. It's like, you could have just said it once and like, you know what? I'm not attracted to this girl. It just didn't really click for me, but she's great. And then move on. But it's like, he talked about it the whole season, which is like, yeah, it's like kissing my aunt. It's so weird. Like, and like making comments about like just the way that she looks and like just harping on it. It's like, well, if you know, it's not there, she's not going to like change. Like she's going to relatively look the same for the rest of her life. So just like be kind, cut it off and move on. Don't be
0: like talking behind people's back. The definition of someone who can't read the room and like, <laughs> just thinks that it's all about everybody else wants him to look bad. Like he's just like, I get it. All right, I get it. It's a shtick. I'm the villain. I get it.
1: Like I'm the bad guy. I got edited this way. They were like, No, you got a good edit.
0: They're like, No, that's not, that's not it. Like you're not getting it. So huh. nevertheless, it was very entertaining. Uh and it felt yeah. shit. I was like, I want more. It was, if like, anything, all- like
1: thank goodness it probably confirmed Deep T's decision one thousand and ten percent. Like thank God I didn't end up with this guy. And it like aside from that it like everything ended very amicably for the most part amongst all the couples and like seems like they're all in a good place now. And Deep D is seeing hanging out with um Kyle, so they're both kind of getting their happy ending. Um, which is a little bit weird because Kyle seems to still be a l- little bit bitter with, um, Shayna, but like Shayna and Deepti are best friends, but now Dee's like dating Kyle, but whatever, they all seem happy with it. So I guess it's fine. Yeah. Congrats.
0: So anyways, very interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't have much else to say about it. No, I don't either. Um, do you want to talk about your
1: shows before we get into Bachelor?
0: Yeah. Um, I mentioned this last week, I think I did, or maybe the week before. I don't remember. But there's a new show that came out um, called The Courtship. And I'm sorry that I don't know what network it's on because I watched it the day after it came out on Hulu. But um it came out on Sunday, I believe, the sixth, and so, um, so I guess it's gonna be on on Sundays, whatever, mm-hmm. it's on. But regardless, I've only seen the first episode. That's all that's out, and I really like it. Like it's good. I really like it. Um, all right, maybe we we'll have to catch up now. Here's the thing: it's very like cinematic and of course it it is cheesy because you're like okay these are modern people dressed in like you know ancient like not ancient and I was like ancient I'm like are they like (laughs) I didn't mean to say ancient um dressed in like you know costumes like the men are literally wearing tights and you know suit jackets and whatever and everybody's wearing ball gowns but Great. That aside, I, I'm liking the interactions between everyone. So like, here's a couple things I'll note it. I'll note to the people who haven't seen it yet to maybe convince you to watch it without spoiling it. So one thing that they did was all the suitors had to write the heroine um, a letter. So before she met any of them, she, along with her family, which is her court, like her mom, her dad, her sister, and her best friend all read these letters, and they're like, "Okay, just to like get an idea of who these people are." So I thought that were was they involved in the whole process. Yes. So the mom, the dad, the sister, like that's I'm a lot of opinions to be taken
1: into account.
0: Yes. So all these people are involved, and they're going to be involved the whole time, I think. <laughs> and like, actually, her her court like got to choose their favorites for her to like have extra time with which was interesting so they're trying to like talk to them and impress the parents um Mm -hmm. but one of the wildest things is that the eliminations so we're used to watching the bachelor and there being like a rose ceremony Um, the eliminations is they have to dance with each other So they're dancing with each other, doing this like, you know, very classy looking dance while she's talking to them like, hey, um, so I really just wanted you to open up more and like yada, 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 the whole thing while they're dancing together. Yeah, she has to like pick someone to dance with, explain to them what's not working and then decide whether or not she's going to keep them or not keep them at the end of their dance. So when their little dance is over, she's like, okay, I think I want to spend some more time with you. Or I think it's, it's over for you. And then I have to leave. I'm like, that is so dramatic, but I love it. (laughs) I'm like,
1: yeah, that would be a lot to like focus on what you're saying and not breaking somebody's heart
0: and dance. And the steps and breathing. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) It's very entertaining so far. Um, Like I say, it's cinematic in a a sense where it's, like, beautiful to watch. Like, the scenery, the colors, the outfits, the music. Oh, my gosh, the music. There's some, like, Taylor Swift music that's playing. I mean, obviously, it's all, again, very Bridgerton-esque. So, Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it so far. Yeah, I'll have to take a peek. So there's that again it's called The Courtship. Um okay. and then I'll just briefly mention um a couple other things that I watched recently. Um both of which were also on Hulu. Um I started watching The Dropout on Hulu. Um it's that Elizabeth Holmes like story. Yeah. Um which is played by Amanda Seyfried. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly, but you know who she is. Yeah. So that's interesting. I think there's only, like, three episodes out at the moment. Um, I don't know what day of the week those come out, but it's interesting just, like, I love kind of, like, a biopic type of situation. And then the most wild thing that I watched was a movie called Fresh. Okay. Um, it's an. I'm pretty sure it's a new, like, 2022 movie. The reason why I watched it was this. Um, the two characters, main characters were people that I have seen before and enjoyed. So the main guy is Sebastian Stan, who, um, he's in a lot of things, but most recently he's playing Tommy Lee in the Pam and Tommy show. Yeah. There's him. So he's the main guy. And then the main girl is Daisy Edgar Jones, who is the main girl from Normal People, if anyone watched Normal People, so but the whole preface of this movie is well. Let me just start by saying it's a horror movie, and um, so there's that. So it's probably not yeah, everyone's I mean, cup of tea. It's probably definitely not Mackenzie's cup of tea. But you're like,
1: so don't watch that. Only watch the Bridgerton thing. You can't handle.
0: Yeah, show. I'm like, so Mackenzie, this is don't add this to your list because I just know you won't like it. But. If anyone out there likes horror movies and also likes um, dating movies, just watch it. Just because I need someone else to experience it and talk about it with, because it's basically dating gone horribly, horribly wrong, and it's a horror movie. So just, you know, use your imagination. Use your imagination. I can't spoil it, obviously, but it's called Fresh. Use your imagination, it's wild. Like it's absolutely wild and crazy. So that's, that's what I've been watching lately. Um, do you have anything that you've been watching? No, not really. I've been, I've just been busy. Yeah. Well, you have life,
1: so. Rocking and rolling this life of mine over here. (laughs) Well, I mean, Bachelor takes up two of my nights alone and then, Joe Millionaire is on, I've been watching How I Met Your Mother a little bit, or How I Met Your Father, sorry. Um, I mean, that takes a very minimal amount of time in my week, but I've been watching it a little bit. And This Is Us, as always. Um, But nothing new to binge. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Speaking of Bachelor, let's go on and jump into our two part episodes. We started with the women tell all this week and then, um, had our fantasy sweet night and that boy did it all deliver. Um, starting with women tell all, we're not going to recap play by play because it's literally four hours of content, but the most obvious thing right away is that Jesse Palmer has zero handle on these girls. <laughs> He is just completely in over his head. ESPN did not prepare him for this. <laughs> it got chaotic like within the first like 2 minutes.
0: Everyone's yeah. talking. Yeah, it was like herding cats. He was like, "Hey uh hey guys, um well let's just let's just actually um can I just take it back to the beginning first cuz like we're going to give Shanae some time, mm-hmm. but like let's go back yeah. to night 1." Like <laughs>
1: it was so much um so there was that and it felt like he really didn't talk a ton except for the hot seats like the girls were just going at it which I know is kind of normally the case but he really didn't get to interject much at all um the biggest part of the whole night of course is and her choice was to dig her heels in very similar to shake She she said no remorse When they, like, gave her that extra, like, pause, they were like, all right, this is your last opportunity to, like, say you're sorry for anything that you've done. If there's anything, final comments you have for the world. And she's like, no, I'm good. Zero
0: (laughs) peace.
1: I just, I don't understand. Like, I know we talk about it every time, but I don't understand what motivates her to clearly. She just wants to get a rise out of people. Like she says the things that she knows is that are just going to like set the girls off, like just send them spiraling. And then she just stays completely calm the whole time, like a sociopath. So she's clearly acting and like plotting this all out, but I don't understand why the villains act this way, because if you look at all the villains we've ever had, even though they're memorable, people like Chad and Queen Victoria, and, you know, really, if anything, Demi is probably the most popular of them all. And that being said, they make, like, they just, I don't get what the motivation is, because your image, like, the, the, The public, your family, everyone probably thinks you're horrible. And then I don't see any of these villains coming off the show and, like, making a ton of money or launching these great careers or anything. So it's like, it can't be a money motive or, like, a fame motive. Like, I I I don't get the
0: motive. I don't get what the end goal is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, like, I can't tell if she has some kind of weird, sick enjoyment of
1: just, exactly, like, like,
0: sitting there and being calm while everyone else is, like, like in a rampage. Right. Like, and she just thinks, like, me saying these things is causing everyone else to freak out and, like, in a weird reverse psychology way being, like, look at how you guys are behaving versus look at how I'm behaving. You know what I mean? Like, she thinks she looks superior, but she actually just looks insane. Like, I think that the way that she acts is making everyone else, like, scream and yell and raise their voice. And she's like, like, these are the bullies right here. All y'all are fake. Right. Which, but, like, she thinks that she
1: looks calm, and she does, but still, all the viewers are like, she's insane. I would be the person screaming (laughs) at her, like, what is wrong with you? It it's, gives me very much Regina George when she's, like, throwing the – The papers like, in the hallway. But she's, like, calm, and she's just, like – And, like, all the girls are, like, screaming, running in the background. That is the vibe I got.
0: Yeah, very much. That's a good analogy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why she does what she does. I don't <laughs> think anyone does and except for Shanae. She might not even know why she does what she does. I will say there were some comments that I was like that probably didn't need to be said like you just just remember the fact that you're Mike to like I don't know that I want to be the girl who's like oh my gosh her butt looks horrible in that dress like or you know just constantly calling her a bitch or asking if she was locked in a closet like some of those comments I was like these are that's a lot like I get that you're angry, but like that's weird to say. Also, right? Yeah,
1: it was. It was a lot. I mean, I have zero. I have zero things to say because I don't even know what to say with with it all.
0: I think we're all ready. Were you shocked? Were you shocked, or did you predict that she would just do this? Um, I was not shocked. I thought she would dig her heels in yeah, I didn't foresee her apologizing not one time, so.
1: I thought maybe she would dig them in a little bit more lightly, like she would just dance around everything, but she was very direct, and that she was like, I don't feel sorry for anything, and like, yeah, I did lie to Clayton, and I lied for him, which like, what even does that (laughs) mean? (laughs) I lied for him, to him. Okay, interesting. Um, So glad to be done with the Shanae stuff. There was like that little weird drama at the end with Genevieve when she was like, well, you didn't go home after you got eliminated and grieve like normal people would. You were sleeping with Aaron and then Jesse Palmer's like, wait, Just to clarify, we're talking about Aaron Clancy from Bachelor in Paradise, correct? And I'm like, yeah, right. Because Jesse Palmer definitely knows who Aaron Clancy is. Someone (laughs) plugged that name and was like, you're going to, like, Shanae definitely had to tell a producer beforehand, I'm going to drop this bomb. I've heard this about Genevieve. And so the producer was like, hey, Jesse, just so you know, Sinead's gonna bring this up. You need to know who this person is so you can like talk about them and not be like, Who the hell is that? I was like, This was so planted.
0: Well, I feel like, um, first of all, it was not necessary for her to bring that up, and it was weird for her to be like, Well, I was heartbroken and you weren't. It's like, I know, I'm like, so much honestly, time has past I don't care. Yeah, um, again, I was like, Again, like you said, if Genevieve if she did sleep with him, which she claims that she didn't, she was like, we literally just took a picture together in a bar. Like that's it. Right. Um. But like, what's it to Shanae? What, what's the point?
1: I know. I'm like, well, Genevieve, n- neither you or Genevieve made it that far that you were not down to the end. So neither of you were like in love with this guy. It's basically a guy you've been like hanging out with for a couple of weeks So if a couple weeks after hanging out with that guy, she was hanging out with another guy, like, it's really not that controversial. She made it sound like you should be in grieving for, like, months and, like, stay in a dark hole and don't go anywhere. Don't talk
0: She was trying to be like, that's not normal of you to do that. I'm like, what, she saw someone out in public and took a picture? I don't know. You got to lock yourself in your house for months on end. I also can't think of anyone else that would
1: love to be in the middle of this drama, but we'll pretend <laughs> like he hates it. Yes. I like I saw he posted a TikTok and he's trying to act like why this drama is so stupid. Why am I being brought into it? He is loving it. He is eating it up that he became relevant again through this comment and that like the girls are fighting over him. I died when Genevieve was like, Well, you keep sliding in his DMs. And she was like, I've never slid in his DMs in my life. And she was like, Well, I have screenshots. And she was like, He sent me a picture and it was all these hearts to all these messages. And she was like, That's not a DM. And I'm like, Okay, quick, a quick react or quick reply, whatever it's called, versus DM. I'm counting it. I'm sorry, I don't quick react. To like random people's Instagrams, like if yeah. it was some guy I didn't know, I would not be quick reacting to his story unless I was trying to start a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or it was really something like mind blowing, like
0: like just, won the lottery, and you're like yeah he's wow.
1: won the lottery, <laughs> or he's like hanging out with Elton John, like you know. But I'm not just gonna be like sending love reaction. <laughs> to like you know his walk at the park to a stranger so i'm like that's strange girl behavior stop doing that
0: yeah 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 also i'm changing the subject but when teddy brought up that clayton's brother slid in her oh my him, gosh have you seen colton's or colton clayton's brothers though uh not bad looking. more than one i saw the picture of the one
1: yeah I yeah
0: I know if he had more than one
1: i don't know either but I looked at the one, and I didn't know if there was a second. Um, yeah, not bad. Not bad. So I'm like.
0: <sighs> Honestly. Why does Clayton
1: give me the vibe, though, that he would, like, literally go back to his brother and be like, so. Um, it didn't work out with me and this girl, but, like, I mean, I think you guys would be great. And, like. That's
0: weird. That's kind of weird to me. But, what but Clayton is-
1: gives me that vibe that he would do it. He would be like, yeah, go for it
0: do your thing, but there's no way I could date someone and then date their brother right after. That seems weird. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I guess, maybe in this context,
1: only because they, like, weren't really in a relationship. Like, she went on two dates with him and was on a dating show, and if the brother's hotter, then, like, maybe it's fine, but it'd be different if you, like, dated for a long period of time, you were in a relationship, like, all that, and then you started dating the brother because two, then you like knew the brother. And then it's like, did you always think the brother was attractive or like more attractive or whatever? But this feels, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm just saying of all the possible scenarios, this feels like maybe the most acceptable to date an ex's brother. No other scenario.
0: I, I get it. I get what you're saying. The part that I couldn't get over personally, if it were me would be like the make out aspect. I'm like, okay, if, if I met someone in real life and we went on like three dates, but we never held hands, never kissed, never anything else. And then I started to date his brother. I'd be like, well, whatever. Like we went to get ice cream like three times. It's fine. But like, Teddy, like they, they, you know what I mean? They had like deep conversations and they made out like 50 million times. I'm like, probably not 50 million, but you know, at least a handful. I'm like, I don't know. It's uh, still
1: weird. It's still weird. Um, But so yeah, weird. bomb drop from Teddy. Um,
0: what did you think about the Sarah portion? I'm just over it. I'm like, Sarah.
1: She was like, I didn't say he cried. I just said that he got emotional and that we had some deep conversations or what. And I was like, okay, you yeah, definitely said he cried. Why are you saying that? That's weird. <laughs> even Clayton was like I'm not saying I didn't cry because like it's it's unmanly to cry like that's not it it's just like weird because I didn't cry <laughs> so why are you talking <laughs> me? yeah um,
0: um, any other so, thoughts about the tell all
1: um they really came for him at the end especially Sierra of all people I thought she went a, a little too harsh overall for the whole night and she the- kept for people
0: and the girl that asked him out at the end the girl who asked him out and the girl I think her name was like Lindsay she was like yeah well you should just like be a man about it and like own up to your mistakes and all this stuff and he's just like geez like okay I'm doing the best I can like
1: Sierra was like you're not even ready for a marriage
0: right now was like, and the way you're treating these women
1: it was a lot like and I'm not a huge Clayton fan but it was a lot <laughs> for people that like weren't really in that serious of a relationship with him, like they were acting like they really personally knew him, and I'm like, you all didn't make it very far, so I don't know yeah. how well you really did know him, but yeah, and then the girl asking him out at the end was so strange. I was like, this it made me feel bad for her. I'm like, girl you have you gotta have higher standards for yourself, you're not gonna go ask out the guy that sent you home on week three, and like you are his." 21st choice and they'd be like well if it didn't work out with everyone else then just know I'm
0: still here no I mean that's she's shooting her shot but I don't know yeah it was a little it was a little cringy just a little bit
1: like, one of my friends was like she said I could be uh the John to your Katie Thurston <laughs> I was like that's good that's good
0: Hey-o. that's funny um well can we get into the fantasy suites?
1: That's where the real tea is that and when we say the real tea, we already know bing bang boom. Uh the they go great, the dates themselves. He tells both um Rachel and Gabby that he is falling in love with them, slash that he loves them on their dates. He sleeps with both of them. They're both going amazing. They both, like, think they're, like, taking this thing home in the bag. And then Susie's up last. And this is, like, where pretty much all of our drama comes from. Yeah. Because. I'll. When I say I'm torn, I'm not torn on the situation as a whole. I'm torn on, like, the first half of it. Because even in the previews before watching how the date actually went, I knew that Susie was going to like come to the dinner and basically say like, well, if you've slept with anyone else here, then it's just like a deal breaker for me and I can't move forward. And I'm not saying that that's not a valid like boundary for her to set, but I just made an observation in watching the previews. I was like, this is not that different and basic principle from Luke P. And I was like that, now clearly the situations were handled entirely differently. Like Luke P was much more a like shaming situation and like looking down upon Hannah B and like, how dare you? And I would never want my wife to act this way. Like that kind of vibe. Whereas I don't think that Susie was coming at it in this way. It was just like, that's really hurtful to me. And like, I don't understand how you could do these things if you really thought it was me. And so for those reasons, like I'm out. So it's two totally different perspectives, but I was like, this is going to be really interesting to see how it goes down because like, it's just crazy how it can be the same principle thing, but the way that you handle it again can like shift so much. So I was thinking about that Two, I did. I don't even want to say it's unfair Because I don't feel bad for Clayton at all. I'm not saying it's unfair to Clayton that she didn't tell him ahead of time. I think it's almost unfair to herself, unfair to like everybody, like in a situation that it seems like according to this conversation, according to him, like he just didn't, he really did not know like how important this was to her. And I'm not saying his actions were okay. Like it still seems like if she was the number one pick. He just wouldn't have done that. I agree. But I also think if it was really important to me, I would say something beforehand. But then again, I know she said she didn't want to give him an ultimatum, but it's hard to like have an ultimatum in your head that you don't communicate to someone. And then they kind of like break it, so to speak. And then you're like, well, it's over. Mm -hmm. So that was all like, I don't know. I don't know but then they had the conversation and Clayton started spiraling and I was like, Whoa, sir. Whoa. What are you doing? He was like, you're a different person. I can't even look at you right now. I was like, what did Susie do in this situation? You just told her that you thought it was her. You loved her the most, but you also just like slept with two girls back to back, like two days ago. And I'm like, what part of that is logical? in any type of way he just like completely flipped it to be like this is your fault and she was like just was like standing there she's like I feel so bad and I was like you should not feel bad like he is not the
0: victim in this situation I have so many thoughts as well first of all I'm very much team Susie if there is a team like I feel empathy for Clayton in a sense that, like, he feels like she's slipping away and he doesn't know how to fix it. And, like, that has to be horrible. But I don't like the way he spoke to her. I don't like that he couldn't just, like, empathize with her when she. Well, he
1: worked so quick, which is the scary part. It was like, I'm in love with you. I can't even look at you. Yeah. Later.
0: Yeah. I, I. I Again, I don't like the way he talked to her and, like, communicated with her. I do genuinely think that Susie was just trying to explain that, like, she feels upset and she's hurt, not blaming him, not, not being angry with him. She was just like, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't bring this up sooner. I thought it would be, like you said, an ultimatum. And, like, I get that. You don't really want to hear it now, but, like... I, it just, I can't move forward, yada, 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 we know the whole story, but the way that he just acted like, oh, well, I am going to fight for something that I want, and you're just not, and you're just going to walk away, and you're just going to do this, it was like, it was very much accusatory, and making her feel bad, and making her feel guilty, and I was like, don't feel guilty for having boundaries, like, if your boundary is, I want to marry someone who, like, chooses consciously with their own mind without me having to say don't sleep with two other people before you propose to me then like that's your boundary and right. he just like couldn't see that He couldn't like he couldn't communicate to her that he understands
1: he mm-hmm. just kept
0: saying like well you could have done this or you should have done that he couldn't right. just be like all right i see what you're saying i understand let's talk about it right He couldn't do that. And I was like, I don't like this. I was like, that version of him needs to go. He needs a talking to. He needs a talking to. And a a sneak peek into whatever comes next. Obviously, we don't know what ends or how this all ends. But we see his dad giving him a talking to. And I'm like, I need to see this. Whatever his parents say, better whoop that boy into shape because – he should I know have.
1: I am curious again, I am not on like Team Clayton by any means, and his reaction was not okay, but I do wonder if there was any chance for them like because i I felt in watching it based on Susie's reaction and everything that she'd said leading up to the date that it wouldn't have mattered what he said, not that that justifies how he did handle it. He still should have handled it in a better way. But I got the vibe from Susie. It wouldn't have mattered what he said. She still would have left. Do you feel like she would have stayed in any potential scenario? And I'm not saying that it's wrong that she would have left.
0: Um, I think here's what I think. I think that if that was her boundary and she was like, I've already made up my mind that if this was the case that I can't do it morally, emotionally, whatever it is that – in her mind says that she can't. Mm-hmm. But if he were to come and said to her, like, if I would have known that this would have hurt you this way, like I would have never made those choices. I regret it. I would love to make it up to you some way, somehow. And like, mm-hmm. love you with my whole heart. Like, I know that you my person, blah, blah, blah. If he would have just like showered her with love, I'm not saying that she would have like changed her mind, but she might be like, well, I need to think about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think in my opinion is,
1: again, opinion and future telling that isn't going to happen because it's actually the past. Um <laughs> Is that at best she would have thought about it, but the answer still ultimately would have been no.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I,
1: can't I think tell. Susie's just like realizing that Clayton's not exactly the guy that she thought he was. And again, that's really not me trying to say that Clayton's the villain here. I just think that he's not. <laughs> When I say not as wholesome, again, it doesn't mean he's the villain. I just think he's not as, like, squeaky clean of a, like, good boy as Susie thinks he is. And I think maybe there's been, like, a seed of doubt in her mind this whole time, like, hoping that that's not the case. And this is, like, kind of confirmed maybe that fear for her. And so she she just gives me very much – it's giving very much flashbacks of Maddie and Peter because Maddie is like a very pure hearted lives a very you know innocent kind of lifestyle and that's not to say that like Peter is I mean he is kind of the worst but (laughs) but he's the worst but also on a real level like it's not like he's I don't know. It just, it's, it's not compatible. They, they are different kinds of people. And I think Maddie really liked Peter. They had a really good relationship. She wanted to believe that it could work out, but I think in the back of her mind, she always knew that it wouldn't. And then when she got down to the end, that's why she was so conflicted, but it still ultimately didn't work out. And I kind of get that vibe with Susie Clayton.
0: See, I feel like earlier when you said Luke P that really threw me off. Cause I thought maybe you were going to say Maddie, because she does seem like the obvious parallel choice, but the main difference, though, is that Maddie did give an ultimatum. She did say this is right. this, this is the gist up front beforehand, and he was just like, oh, like, you know, that was and also she has very much, like, religious reasons behind her choices, yeah. whereas, like, Susie... I think hers was more just like morally, she wants to be with someone who doesn't need to figure out whether or not they love someone by sleeping with them. Like she would, she just was hoping that Clayton was different than she thought. Like you said, like she thought he was going to be this more wholesome, genuine guy than what she found out he was, which again, not that he's a villain or he's a bad guy, but he just was like, yeah, well, I explored my options. Like, right. But she was like, well, I would have preferred you that if you knew you loved me, you wouldn't have to explore your options. Like, it's just a difference in, like, like, moral thinking. Like, he's thinking I didn't do anything wrong here, and she's thinking, like, yeah, technically you didn't do anything wrong, but you didn't pick what I wanted you to pick. Like, right. so... I don't know. It's a little bit different, but I think she's going to make an appearance again some way or somehow. Yeah, Uh,
1: again, it's giving Peter, so I'm like, we'll probably see all three girls win somehow in the next week. They either all three win or they all three dump him, and he's got absolutely nobody. Wouldn't shock me. He was the first Bachelor to have someone go home because they didn't
0: like him on night one, so. Yeah. No, I think that he is single at the moment that's what I think
1: I probably agree but it, like can you imagine if he has no like what if they both go home and Susie does not come back and it's just like we're done here like can like, you imagine no that- filming like
0: we've yet to see the like setup with him at a proposal spot I know I don't know I don't think it happens I think that he goes back to those two girls and is like well i was intimate with both of you the girl i'm in love with left so i don't know what to do now and then everyone's spiraling and they're like what the heck like she's the girl you're in love with but you told me you were in love with me and you also told her you were in love with her and it's just gonna be an oh, show. i really
1: thought it was rachel i'm surprised that he made the comment that it he loved susie the most um and also i don't even know how much i believe him that like, I genuinely think he is confused. Like, I think it's a very, very tight race between Susie and Rachel. I think he does really like Gabby, but I think she's third.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that they, they're they all very, very close, and I think like, he- It's neck and neck, and
1: I think he just, like, got so scared of losing Susie in that moment. That's maybe why he said that. Not that it couldn't be true. He could have still ended up picking her if that weren't the case. But it's like, it seems like his connection with Rachel is just like off the charts.
0: He royally screwed himself over because he told two other people he was again, falling or in love with them and then told someone else that he is the most in love with them. If that person dips out, what are you supposed to do with these two other people? Like, they're going to see this footage where you say, like, I don't, I don't know where he goes from here because it's right. It's It's kind of like, like, and that way it's similar to
1: Colton's situation, but in Colton's situation, he flat out said, which I mean, obviously plot twist on all of us, but he flat out (laughs) said in the (laughs) moment, I'm like, not that it matters now, but he was like, I like it's you. Like I don't even care. Like I'll say it to the cameras right now. Like I will send everyone home. Like if you're leaving, I'm leaving. And so that's different because I don't. I didn't get the vibe that Colton would have turned around and tried to make it work with like Hannah G or Taysha or whatever. Yeah. So, but this it seems like he's gonna try to make it work, and that's not gonna work. So I'm very intrigued. I selfishly will say I'm think I'm like ready for a bachelor break it's a lot it's a lot on the schedule and we've like been going straight for like two years Mm -hmm. so and I don't even know how much time we'll have off so I don't either
0: either. I would like to have like three months off even like I think we will I think we'll get
1: that long hopefully hopefully I don't know if paradise
0: comes
1: on, but I feel like that's usually late summer, and we haven't had a um, like next lead announced, and there's no filming going on yet. So it's got to be at least a few months, and I think everybody's ready for it. So, yeah, we'll finish strong, and by strong, I mean chaotic next week, I'm sure. But that is all we have for you guys this week. Thanks for hanging around, tuning in and hanging out with us on your Friday or whatever day you're listening and we'll check back in with you guys next week. Bye.